What's going on everybody? This is Mark Smith for freeadmissionfr.com with Raw in 5 minutes or so, the June 18th edition. Thankfully, it was a pretty good show, I will say. Um, basically, every segment on the show that involved just a promo was actually quite good. Uh, there was uh, two good matches and uh, a lot of angle building, so get right into it. Uh, the night started off with Mick Foley coming out. Um, he got a huge reception since he's from Long Island, obviously. Uh, says he got a call from the board of directors, and they're going to use interim GMs who were past GMs. And he says that he's going to be doing it for tonight and for SmackDown. Uh, the first match he makes is Kane and Bryan versus Sheamus and Punk. Uh, John Laurinaitis comes out right after that. Laurinaitis gets booed out of the building. Says he's going to address the crowd later because he can't talk. But says before he was fired, he made Cena versus Big Show and Otunga and Laurinaitis for tonight. So last night he made this match. Uh, good way to start off the show. Good to see Mick Foley. Uh, first match of the night, and the best match, clearly, was CM Punk and Sheamus versus Kane and Daniel Bryan. Uh, they noted that Punk's reign was now 211 days, which is the fourth longest in 15 years. Uh, so kudos to him for that. Uh, Bryan and Sheamus started off really hot. Uh, Kane and Punk, uh, they took it to the break, uh, the commercial break, after a dive on Daniel Bryan, followed by uh, Punk getting uh, countered when he tried to springboard clothesline by Kane. Uh, in the waning minutes of this match, Punk and Bryan had a great sequence. It was right off of Kane and Sheamus being in the ring, and it was quite slow. Uh, following that, AJ came out. She was wearing red and black tights, and she was wearing Kane's mask. Uh, she skipped around the ring. Kane looked at her funny, followed, went up the ramp, and bailed on Bryan, which left him to eat a go-to-sleep and a brogue kick from, from Sheamus. So uh, Bryan eats the pin, but um, they're continuing with the AJ stuff. I thought the segment was absolutely wonderful, really. I think what they're doing with these four is actually compelling and giving Kane something to do on the show, which is better than nothing. Uh, there are two segments here. One of them was with Dolph and Vicky. Vicky basically saying whoever wins will get my adoration. The other one was with Laurinaitis, Otunga, Big Show. Uh, typical stuff they've done with that. Uh, set up Dolph Ziggler versus Jack Swagger. Uh, it was a good match. Dolph sold the leg for a while, but uh, he ended up winning with the zigzag. I thought they were putting a lot of babyface heat on Ziggler because he's been getting cheered a lot, and especially in the smarter crowds like New Jersey and New York. Uh, so I think he's primed for that. I think everybody is expecting he's going to turn face and become a major star. But um, he, him and Vicky kiss after the match, so if they're going to keep them heel or they're going to turn Vicky face with him, I don't know how that's going to go. But um, anyway, maybe for the best segment that I actually thought pound for pound setting up the future um, was Paul Heyman came out. And all he said was that no to everything Triple H wanted from his promo from No Way Out, uh, which was dropping the lawsuits and that Brock would face him at SummerSlam. Uh, Paul says, thank you for your time, and he goes to leave. Uh, Triple H comes out, and uh, he, he says he's a liar, says he's not part of the bingo hall, and he doesn't drink his Kool-Aid. says he's, Brock is going to fight him at SummerSlam. Uh, he doesn't want to hear it from Heyman or anybody else. He just wants to hear it from Brock's lips, that he doesn't want to fight or that he's going to do it. To entice him, he shows a SummerSlam poster on the Titantron. Uh, Heyman basically tried to, to play it off, says that stop pretending to be a wrestler, tell him to go back to his ivory tower with his princesses where he can play King of Kings. Um, says that in his WWE, there's nothing for Triple H, which is a shot his creative had nothing, has nothing for you. But uh, he has something for Steph, which has Triple H grab him by the collar. He's pissed off. Triple H goes to deck him. Heyman says, you're not going to hit me, and then he does. Um, really good segment, I thought, that they're really, you know, focusing on Paul Heyman as the mouthpiece of Brock Lesnar, which is what they should have done from the start. Um, the show started to take a little bit of a turn for the worse here. 
Uh, Alberto Del Rio versus Santino in a match that we just saw like two weeks ago. Del Rio wins with the cross arm breaker and a squash. And um, basically, after the match, Ricardo Rodriguez gets his uh, revenge from last night when he was stripped naked. Um, actually, another really good segment. Layla came out first. She introduced uh, Wendy Richter and Cindy Lauper. Uh, they, they talked, they battled for a little bit. It looked like it was going nowhere. Heath Slater came out, which seemed to make it only worse. He wanted to sing his new single. Um, then the segment changed in a flash. Piper came out, and he absolutely saved the segment. Uh, he gave Lauper a gold record, and uh, she hit Slater with it, which is basically the gist of the whole promo, was to get Slater as the guy that you know the, the old-timers get over on. And I thought it was great. They had nice shout-outs to Captain Lou Albano and stuff, um, rock and wrestling, and it was nice. Um, before my time, but still a good little nice uh, nod to that era. Um, in a match I think they could have done more with, honestly, Primo and Epico versus the primetime players, Tynus O'Neill and Darren Young, who are the number one contenders for the WWE Tag Team titles. Uh, basically, this was just a match. It was just starting to get hot, and uh, O'Neill and Young basically bailed after uh, AW saved them from a dive from Primo and Epico. So they won, uh, Primo and Epico won by countout. They're going to set up for a future match, obviously. If they're, you know, if they're really considered, uh, considering focusing on the tag division, th these are two teams that could use it for sure because they're both very young. And, and well, Titus O'Neil is not, but I mean th their time together is pretty young and they have a lot of time to shape them as characters. So I like what I saw. Primetime players are definitely money and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, main event of the show, supposed to be Big Show, David Otunga, and John Laurinaitis versus John Cena. Uh, Big Show bails on Ace and Otunga saying he doesn't belong to anybody, doesn't work for anybody now. Uh, so Otunga stays, though, and um, I hate to say it, that it was a terrible match, a terrible way to close it out. Otunga gets beat up on. He tags in Laurinaitis, who swerves and says he's not injured. He starts beating up on Cena. Uh, he goes to tag Otunga back in, and Otunga leaves. Uh, leaving him to get attitude adjustmented three times and then tap out to the STF. So that's our last memory of John Laurinaitis and people power is he got he took Cena's finish three times and taps out to the STF. So goodbye, John Laurinaitis. It was great to have you while you were around. You were entertaining. It's a shame you're leaving. Um, yeah, Raw was pretty good. Uh, definitely check out CM Punk and Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan and Kane. Check out Dolph Ziggler versus Jack Swagger. Um, but, you know what? Check out the whole show, really, because it was spaced out well enough that you, you'll do it. Just don't check out the main event. Uh, other than that, that'll be it. Thank you for checking us out here. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at FreeAdmissionFR, and have a good night.